Hey guys, this week I got to interview Coach Chris Pfeiffer. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let me know what you think. Hey guys, I'm sitting down with Chris Pfeiffer, one of the coaches here at CrossFit Lacey Training Day. I finally convinced her to sit down with me <laughs> and we are having wine with ice cubes. Ice as, cube wine. As every good American should. Don't like warm wine, so I'm forcing Chris to drink ice cube wine with me. Um, so let's kick this off. Chris, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So we are transplants to Washington, so we're from the Midwest originally. Matt and I both are from Illinois. And we moved here actually when Matt got out of the military, and we he took an IT job that moved us here, and we ended up really liking it, and he hated his IT job. So he quit and became a firefighter, nice. and we decided to make this home permanently. Wow. So you weren't stationed? He wasn't stationed here? Mm-mm. You guys, that's he was so at Campbell. Random. Yeah, he was at Campbell, and um, he was just gone a lot. And so he was like, I think I want to get out. And I'm like, are you sure? I think you're going to hate your life. But um, so he's like, no, I'm going to try it. So he had a, a background a little bit in IT and numbers and things like that. So he took a job with a company that moved us here. So he worked for the state as a contractor for a couple years. Um, we've been here as old as Emmerich is, so like three and a half. So it's been about a year. Wow. And now you guys are doing completely different things. Completely different things. What did you, what, what's your job? Like what's your, besides coaching? So is- I work in human resources. Mm-hmm. So I worked for a credit union up until just last week. And I quit. Nice. Um, so I was driving up to Shelton back and forth. It's like 45 minutes by the time I dropped the kids off. Um, so I finally found something a little bit closer to home. Now I actually work at Sunset Air. So I share a fence line with the gym. So it's a real far commute for me. Oh, you're on the other side yeah, of the fence? Yeah, just on the other side of the fence. When you were like, I could walk here. It's I, legit. I was like, no, you can't You can't walk here. That's it's not, like, so if you look out true. the back parking lot, mm-hmm. that um, brown chain link fence, sure. we're just on the other side of that. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's really far for you. So when you guys run the mile in the noon class, I'll just wave to you. <laughs> Goodbye. Hello. Have fun. I know exactly what you're talking about now because I remember passing that on the mm-hmm. mile run. I remember everything about runs because I'm too. suffering so much. Me too. I'm like, <laughs> where, where I can stop? Where can where I, can I, I just sit down and get a glass of water? <laughs> just Say water one more time. No. Okay. Water. It's, I'm from Jersey. It's I have an accent. It is who I am. Um, So... Transplant here. Mm-hmm. Did you guys do CrossFit before coming to Washington, or when did you start CrossFit? Matt started CrossFit in like 2007, I think. 2006, Whoa. 2007. He's like an OG. Yeah, he. So when he got his level one, there was no test. And what did he just do? He just showed up. So and like, you look you strong. Just went to your level one. He, I think he said he went to Leavenworth. Uh-huh. Um, and then you just go, and then that's also when you could like enter regionals on your own. And so you didn't have to qualify or anything. So he actually judged a couple of them with really? his brother. Yeah, it was kind of cool. And then, um, so when we got to Tennessee, he's like, maybe you should just try, try CrossFit. Just give it a shot, see how you like it. And I was like, no, that's dumb. I'm not doing that. And <laughs> so one day we went and I fell in love. I'm like, this is so cool. Because for the longest time, I've always been an athlete. Mm-hmm. And so I would, was missing that like competitive side. You go to like a nighttime fitness or anything like that. And it's just not the same. Because there's nothing to do, and I'm lazy. So it's like, if I get on a treadmill, I'm like, mm, this is hard. I'm going to get off. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so like CrossFit. You started yeah. CrossFit. So we, I started what? there in, like, 2000. It was fall of 2012. Wow. And then I went to get my level one the following year. Did you want to coach, or is it just, like, educational purposes? I think at first it was educational, but, like, with an intent of someday doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I had always I had always coached like kids programs, and so I kind of wanted to do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't have a kids program at the gym at the time, so I went and got my level one, and then like I think it was like a year. I had had Ella, and right after I had Ella, I went and got my um, kid cert. And I did it over at Mayhem, Mayhem, Mayhem Tennessee. You went to Mayhem? Yeah. So I did my uh, my level one was at CrossFit Nashville, mm-hmm. and then I did my kid cert at uh, Mayhem, and That's then so I cool. did like a another seminar there. Was it cool? Yeah, it was it was different. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely not how it looks like on all of his like rogue videos mm-hmm. and at home with the fronings. It's it's not like that. And um but it was his parents were there and then some of the people on his team were at the time were there, but he wasn't. And that's the first thing I always say, like, just so you guys know, Rich isn't here. Just in case and there was a few people that were legit mad. <laughs> They're like Jamal that's the only reason. Like, there's people like standing up. I drove from Alabama. I came from Florida. I flew from California. I'm like, you guys are crazy. It's yeah. just a guy. Yeah, he's not. He was at my level one though, like CrossFit Nashville. He, he was there. Um, was he coaching or like teaching? Mm-hmm. Wow. He was teaching it. Um, I had a, a bunch of cool people teaching it. Actually, one of the girls that I did my my research for level mm-hmm. one. Um, that owns the one up in Seattle, Nadia. I cannot remember. Oh what yeah, I know you're talking. Yep. About. So she was there, and then his cousin that's on a, that was on his other team, Darren Hunsucker, was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Bailey was there. It was a cool cert. <laughs> and then Nicole, well, I can never say her last name. Short singer. The, you know what I'm talking about the gymnastics the, girl. Oh no no no! I was thinking. Of. Um, but yeah, I had a really, I had a cool And that was the lineup. second cert that you did. That was my first one. That was my level one. They were all at your they level were at all one. At, my level one. Oh, Jesus. So my kids are, um, there weren't, I didn't know a lot of the people that were there, mm-hmm. like by name and stuff. That's and crazy. then at my research, I knew Nadia. Mm-hmm. Dang. That was it. That's the most rad. It was really cool. Lineup you could have had. Yeah. It was kind of like when CrossFit was like hitting the, the big screen mm-hmm. and stuff and for the lack of better words. It, yeah. Honestly, 2012 was really when it took off. So you've been doing CrossFit for since 2012 mm-hmm. and you said you got your cert with the intentions of coaching mm-hmm. what like pushed you over the edge what made you want to coach um i think i was just matt was gone a lot mm-hmm. so i was just looking for something to do before we had kids um and it just kind of fit and i it was like family so mm-hmm. like with matt being gone all the time a lot of the wives that were there were military wives too so we just kind of all connected and I had a, I worked there too during the day. I did mm-hmm. HR back in Tennessee too, so it was just kind of just, just worked out just that way, sense. and I really liked it. And then they did it a little differently, so it was, you only coached like one or two classes at a time. So like we would all split the blocks, where mm-hmm. usually we'll coach like a full one here. Um, so it was a good way to like kind of get my feet wet a little bit, and yeah, then you... I was quickly addicted. So I just had fun, and then you just didn't stop. So you came out here, and did you immediately look for another gym, or was it? Yeah, so we got here, and I was like 36 weeks, I think, when we got 36 or 37 weeks pregnant with Emmerich, and I was like, I'm going to find another gym. Yeah, and I was looking for, and I had CrossFitted through both my pregnancies, um, and so I just dropped into CrossFit Lacey, that was so when Betsy was here, so I had Betsy and Sunny, Mm -hmm. Um, I came two days in a row, and then we actually used to live right by the Costco, Mm -hmm. and so we, I did Northwest Iron a couple times too. Mm And then after I, I actually only came to two classes. Then I went to labor. So then I had a baby. So I didn't That's come back for a little, while. Yeah. Um. And so we actually ended up going back to Northwest Iron for a little bit, cause right by our house. Mm-hmm. Um. And then things just happened, and we ended up coming to CrossFit Lacey. I think in January 
Oh, this 2017. year. 2017. Oh, okay, say. Mm-hmm. 2017. So you've been there. So you've been at the gym for a couple wow. of years. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a long time now. I know. Right? Three years. Good Lord. So uh, you got to CrossFit Lacey. Did you start immediately asking to coach or was it no. just kind of warming up to the community? And So when we first moved here, the intent was with Matt's job, that he, the IT job that he took, mm-hmm. we were supposed to move every like three to five years. Oh, damn. So which is weird because ironically his job that he had in the military didn't move us yeah we were going to be in Campbell forever and um but yeah so this one did move us so I was kind of hesitant to ever I kind of figured I wouldn't coach anymore because mm-hmm. I would join a community and by the time you get comfortable we'd leave again yeah um but it ended up working out that we we stayed so I think I was here I think I asked about coaching in I don't know it was it's been about a year that I've been coaching so like I think the summer ish of 2018, 17, maybe? maybe. 18. 18. 18. Yeah. 18. And then, so I started shadowing for a few months. My shadowing time took a little bit longer because I wasn't able to shadow a whole lot yeah. between working out and stuff. Um, and then I started coaching. I want to say I started coaching full-time like November of 18. Okay. I think that was the first time. That's cool. So now you've been coaching there for two years. Um, basically. Yeah. Almost. Or a year and a half. A little over a year. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's been fun. It's been I just fun. like watching people do things that they don't think they can do yeah. like and watching them be surprised with themselves or I like to go over and like switch people's weights out in the middle of a workout mm-hmm. it's my favorite yeah and yeah, then they always stare at it like well I can do this yeah and then they lift it up and they're like oh I can like, oh, this is kind of easy I'm so I'm always struggle. preparing myself for either them to like want to stab me when they're done or thank me I'm usually mutually prepared for both yeah they might thank you but you might get like a barbell still stabbed yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'm totally prepared still, but that's okay it's at warranted that's what you got thanked. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a thank. They said thank you. Yeah. That's I, most jobs are thankless. So the fact I would take a stabbing and a thank you. See? Over a, a, a butt wiping and a, something. And, yeah. and, and, a, and a nothing. I mean, I, I work at HR. So I mean, I, yeah, like, I, that is a very thankless job as it is. Yes. And I'm a mom of toddlers, so like, yeah, there's like, no thank yous ever coming. No, mind. there is a lot of wiping my butts though. Like, <laughs> there. Oh well, I forgot that you do have. <laughs> but their little children's different. <laughs> yeah, adults are different. <laughs> but hey, I mean, that's the fun part about coaching is, especially CrossFit. I think everyone's just so grateful, and you're just yeah. like, I all I did was just talk about the workout, it's and just... maybe changed one or two things about you. Yeah. in your movement and then they're like this is amazing yeah and I've always wanted to enjoy coming to class like I I like the the total mentality of it's you against you mm-hmm. um I don't I don't want to take it super seriously I mean I have fun and I try to push my own limits and stuff like that and it's always fun to try to catch somebody um, on a workout but um I really enjoy the fact that like you're consistently just competing with yourself yeah and there's ways that you can measure it and then you get to find people to do life with you get to do gym with like all of that stuff and I've never found anything like it mm-hmm. like even playing sports my whole life it was this is a totally different thing people always say laugh and say it's like a cult but kind of is kind of is but it's a good cult like, but it's yeah the good there's time. worse things I could be doing yeah. like <laughs> drugs I don't, that's true. the only thing I could think of <laughs> the worst thing. um so you said you had a competitive background what kind of sports did you do growing up um, so I played basketball for most of my life. Really? You're yeah. short. I know. <laughs> Stay on the perimeter. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah. So, I mean, when I was younger, I thought I'd be really cool and I could play, uh, volleyball, but, uh, I have height, uh, Talent. issues there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand um, that. 
So, because all those people are those height supremacists, those tall people. <laughs> I've never heard that before. You have to watch the league. Oh, it's on there. Um, because of that, like, I kind of always stuck with it. And I've been, I played basketball since I was probably, I don't know, fifth grade. I've always played competitively up and through, like, my early college years. Mm-hmm. And then um, I stopped going to school for a little bit, and I ended up finishing up my degree later on. And then I stopped playing basketball right around that time and just started, like doing like rec league stuff or um i started playing like softball and just like sand volleyball yeah fun stuff yeah just fun stuff like nothing really competitive anymore like Mm -hmm. i said i'd get off the treadmill if it got too hard so yeah that makes a lot of sense so i can't believe you played basketball yeah my whole life i always i always played a point guard so i don't even know positions oh my god for how we gonna be friends i don't know you gave me ice cube wine you're telling me you don't know how to basketball. And I don't know mo- two movies you, yeah. you, you said. You haven't seen Anchorman I, uh, or Tommy Boy. I'm failing, failing you as failing a friend. Failing as a friend. I'm so sorry. I will get on that. It's okay. I'll fix it. I, well, here's justification for me not knowing anything about basketball. I was in seventh grade, and I tried out for the basketball team. And they took one look at me, and they said no. <laughs> Saw how short I was. And they're like, You're, there's much other height suitable things for you <laughs> i also got cut from the bowling team in high school so the bowling that was, team? <laughs> i didn't think it was possible <laughs> but you know oh, what where there's, awesome. a, where there's a will there's, there's a way, a way. Where if, if there's gonna be someone cut i went to a really weird high school like bowling it wasn't super nerdy it was nerdy <laughs> but it wasn't the craziest thing under the sun to go there's some popular girls and popular guys that played or play or did bowling. I don't even know what the I don't know the verbiage for bowling. Me neither. But I just know the Big Lebowski. And it was, it you know, if there was anything that really took me down a notch and humbled me, it was getting cut from the bowling team. Yeah, not many that people can hilarious. say that they have. No, that. I love that. Yeah, I like it. it. I, yeah, it was interesting. I, I, so is that? Well, do you, what else did you play in sports in high school? I played tennis and I ran track. Which, I ran track. Looking back. And I did, like, I would work out, too, at, like, this Globo gym in, in New Jersey. It was, it was this, like, rankety-ass gym. There's a gym, like, almost on every street corner in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And the gym I went to was just a standalone building. Didn't do – it was just a weird type of building. You walk in, and there's, like, all these middle-aged guys in jeans I and like white – jorts. No, like je- like work jeans. Like they just got back from doing what? construction and they're like white beater tank tops or white t-shirts with their belt on and boots yes. like working out. And they're like, everyone like in Jersey, like there's no, there's not much to do. You just get GTL. Yeah. GTL is real. It's real. In Jersey. <laughs> so that's, that was my upbringing. I would work out and they'd be, they would come up to me and say, you're just doing this all so wrong. Here, do this, this do way. This so I was taught by like every middle-aged white man dad ever like that is awesome and they're so nice they'd like always look out for like me and my friends i don't even know why i started working out like as a kid but that is funny we used to go like um to train like for basketball and track they used to Mm -hmm. have they used to call it uh speed camp in the morning and we'd have to weight lift like every other day Mm -hmm. and then two days a week we did like um calisthenics and Mm -hmm. so they'd get out like boxes and they used to be the metal ones oh god (laughs) So many scars Portions. in my knees yeah. from those oh, yeah. being short, trying to jump on those tall metal boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then learning to squat to just parallel. 
and using all the machines and things like that. All the stuff that yeah, all the things now that I'm like, I would never let somebody do that. Yeah, that's just it. Just felt wrong at the time, but I'm still yeah. That was kind of like my introduction to it, and then when I came to CrossFit, I was like, I've been doing this wrong the whole time. (laughs) I am so so terribly wrong. Yeah, it it's uh, humbling to get taught correctly. Uh, yeah oh, and I man. used to think like okay, I'm not a bad athlete mm-hmm. and then um I there's a couple coaches that came and looked at my form when I would lift and I they'd be like just staring at me like are you ever gonna get this straight and I'm like <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> I, I don't know I know that stare when I got here to, to cross at Lacey I was doing a snatch and I looked over and it was I don't remember if Kimberly's art but I remember it was Izzy and uh Oh, man, what was her name? She just left. She's super amazing, super fit, strong. Just left. Where'd she go? She left like a, like a year or like a couple months ago. Oh, Maggie? Maggie, gosh. Damn, oh, I was just talking about Maggie? her today. No, no, no. I just I'm telling her you named, did that. Well, she can listen. I'm so sorry, Maggie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just, oh, you know, when I go in, like, I remember walking into one of the classes and she was coaching and I was like, I just want her to think I'm amazing. I don't and we know all do. Yeah. She is amazing. And and that's and I mean I was just talking about her today. I'm sad I her name escaped me. I just remember them all. I was doing a snatch and I'm, I'm like, oh man, I'm crushing this. I'm so strong. They're gonna <laughs> love me. And I look up and they're all staring at me, almost to the point of like, wh- why? Did you the, just jump? Did you do what I did when you saw Jared and just like freak out? Yeah, and the bar? Oh, basically. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, I know it wasn't even that. It was my form was so bad. Yeah. That they were just in awe, but in in the wrong way. Matt used to say about mine too, so you're good. Yeah, it was it was humbling. There, you know, you do all this stuff wrong, and I was like, no, I thought I was doing it pretty good. Actually. I actually did it just so you could watch me see how amazing I was. I thought you were gonna walk up to me and tell me I was cool, but I mean, all right, let's change. That's fine. That's fine. Change course. Change course. You can fix try this. It. Yeah, well, I'll try your. I'll try your your way. I'll do it. I'll try it. Yeah, I knew I knew my form was messed up because I was doing CrossFit um, by myself for two years during nursing school. So I got all these bad habits. Yeah. Okay, so you said you stuck with CrossFit. Yep. Why? Why so long? Um, I honestly think it was just the community that it brought with it. Uh, we've always kind of been Tennessee and even here, kind of been away from family and stuff, and that's usually where – you make friends. Mm-hmm. And then I worked far away here as well, too. So when I first came to the gym, I kind of had this mentality that I'm not going to make friends because I'm just going to have to leave them. Mm-hmm. And when we left Tennessee, it was like leaving. Like, I think it was – my family listens to this. are probably not going to be very happy with me. Um, I honestly think that leaving Tennessee was harder than leaving home when I married Matt. Like, I honestly oh, think that. Like, they – like, I – my kids still, like, call them aunt and uncle and – and I go back there all the time to see them and mm-hmm. talk to most of them almost every day. And so to think of leave, having to go through that again, I was like super bummed. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't do that again. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, a, I can get along with everybody. I can walk mm-hmm. in a room, make friends. I can be pretty social and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it, secretly, I'm kind of like an introvert. I like a very oh, small really? circle. <laughs> yeah. Like if you <laughs> give me some that. drinks, yeah. I can <laughs> come out of my shell a little bit more. <laughs> um, but... I usually like I like a small circle. I'm comfortable with a few like close friends that I can share things with and um, kind of do life with. But I'm usually not one that will just like bounce around in a crowd and from people to people. Yeah, I, I and so 
um, when I first came to the gym, I was just kind of like, I'm good. I don't want to. I'm just going to come here and do my thing and leave. Mm -hmm. And it's always the community that kind of draws me back in. And CrossFit Lacey is a lot like our gym that we came from back home. Mm -hmm. And I was spoiled because it was the only gym I knew before this. So I was like, I'm probably not going to be able to. Honestly, what kept me going here and then just finding people that like I can work out with and regularly enjoy. Okay, so you said that the gym is like your old gym. What are some attributes that you admire in either both either gym? Um, I, I have always appreciated the transparency, I mm-hmm. guess, is the biggest thing with just like stuff going on and kind of how things work and the programming has always been big for me. Like, mm-hmm. do I feel beat down afterwards? Yeah. Which is, it, you should at some point, yeah. you know, it's just part of the way our bodies are made and if you're pushing in the right, but am I constantly feeling like that? Mm-hmm. Um, are people supportive? Like, do I feel like I can walk in people are going to be friendly and say hello? Mm-hmm. And um, I also like the social side of it. So do we do things as a gym? Is it kind of like a family? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you do holidays and things like that? I don't know. I, it's just kind of like a vibe in a weird way. I almost feel like I can't even explain it. It's just like you walk in and how you feel about a place. And, yeah. Um, fuzzies. Yeah. And I think from the one we came from, they had just opened. So they opened in August of 2012 when we got there and they had been working out of somebody's garage mm-hmm. for a long time. And now she's one of my best friends and they ended up going to a small place and then the owner in the building um, and the owner of the gym and the owner of the building split. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we ended up going to this other location. And so I kind of was with them the whole time. So yeah. it was kind of something I'm like, I don't know if I can find something else. Mm-hmm. But um, when we came here, just after I finally was like, I'm going to be social. I can do this. <laughs> um, then it was fine. Um, I was just known as uh, Matt's wife for a while, um, nice. which is fine. I'm yeah. okay with that because he was known as Chris's husband in Tennessee. So it was Fine to be able to, to switch, switch roles, roles yeah. a little bit, and he probably liked that. Yeah, you so. like knowing people, knowing his name. That's that's nice. Always yeah, to see. Um, I, d- I definitely I realized what I had done to him when he was in the um, the group gym, and one of his sergeant majors had come up to me, mm-hmm. um, or come up to Matt, and was like, "Hey, aren't you Chris Pfeiffer's husband?" <laughs> that was Matt's boss at the time. <laughs> so he's <laughs> he like, was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> um, and he's like, "Do you have something you want to tell me?" And when he got home, like. What are you talking about? He's like, I met so-and-so today. I'm like, oh, Dwayne? He's such a nice guy. He's like, you cannot call him that. No, he's like, oh <laughs> so I was like, oh, sorry. I met him a few times when you were deployed. <laughs> so I had nice. no idea. I'm yeah. like, sorry. I won't say that anymore. <laughs> but you coached him, right? So it was... Yeah, different. well, I, with his wife. Uh-huh. And then we were at like a couple parties together and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it was really funny. And you're out. Just knew him. Just, yeah. That's how it is. And he's like, okay, thanks. I, I feel know. like now you're, I think... I think Matt, he's back to being your 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 husband. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I I think so. Well, everyone knows you. You're the yeah. only person that's not smiling on the coach's board. That is also and true. That's the bonus fact for today. Mm-hmm. The only one that's not smiling. <laughs> I tried. I gave her the option, but actually, I don't think I gave you the option. The you first were getting option, massage. No. Yeah, I was literally, we were going to an Oli Love meeting, and I was like, cool, the coach's pictures are here. Flipping through, I'm like, smiles. I'm like, waiting for mine. I'm like, everybody's smiling. And I'm like, okay, I found mine. I'm like, oh, frown, okay. And in our old gym, there was like a few, we had the same thing, we had coaches' pictures up, but there was like half of them smiling, half of them not smiling. So I was like, all right. So I get to mine, and everyone else is smiling, and there's only mine and one other person behind me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they were smiling. So I was like, like, uh, about this. There was a smiling one, and there was a frowning one. And 
when you looked at them, you, you gave me approval for either. I, I did. remember that. I did give you and approval. And then I was double checking, but you were getting a massage or something. You weren't available, so I left it up to the kids' room. <laughs> I like it. So they all picked the frowning like, one. I'm going to take the mom face. Yep. They're, they're like, I recognize that face. <laughs> I want that face. She has it on her every time she drops <laughs> these kids off. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, I, I maybe not should have left that up to them, but I think it's, I think, I think it's, it's funny hilarious now. No, yeah. Now we can't change it. I, I've asked you. I have I, asked. I almost feel like I just can't. Like it just, it's, it's something that's fun. It's maybe we'll get like a little picture and put in the corner of you smiling. <laughs> I do love the fact that when you're like, Hey, here's our, here's all of our coaches and here's our kids coach who looks like a Royal bee right now <laughs> in this picture. Yeah. That's, that's exactly how it is. Um, yeah, so you coached the kids' room, or not the kids' room, the kids' class too, right? Mm-hmm. Kids yeah, so the kids' class, there's a few of us that do it, mm-hmm. um, and that's always been really fun for me to get, like, I, I so wish I could go back in time and have CrossFit when I was their age, even as a teenager, I'm, like, so envious of all these kids. Um, but yeah, it's fun for, for me to see them enjoy exercising and kind of get used to it, and um, I think nowadays it's harder and harder for kids to kind of be comfortable Mm-hmm. Um, with their uh, with their bodies and comfortable with the things they can do, and in such a weird world of like being told not to do things and things like that. So I, all right, sorry, we are back. Uh, had a little interruption, but talking about kids and why it's important to you to coach them. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, my favorite thing about it is just kind of teaching them kind of a little bit more about their bodies and what they're capable of doing and all those things like even just hearing the insecurities that like girls have at such a young age now, mm-hmm. it, it bothers me. Cause as a kid, I didn't have that. Like I got to play with all the boys and I was totally a little tomboy and I didn't care. Mm-hmm. And I played sports forever. And so, um, to be able to give that back to kids and stuff and just teach them at an early age, how fun this stuff can be. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's been a lot, of, a lot of fun and a lot of, honestly, a lot of it's just playing games with them and getting yeah. them excited about it. And it's the teenagers where you actually get to start like pushing on them and pushing them a little bit more and, mm-hmm. Um, even pushing them outside their comfort zone because yeah. a lot of them are like, ooh, hard work and sweat. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I need to check my cell phone. And um, I've never seen it. Like when I was a kid and I was 10 or 11, I didn't have a cell phone. And now every single one of those teens that walks into the, they all walk over the drip box, put down their um, cell phones. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, most of them don't even have water. So I always have to laugh. I'm like, okay, I'm going to need you to come in one day with a water bottle and no cell phone. Like, this is going to be the challenge. <laughs> it's like, you can see the looks on their face like, mm, no, I, I, just, so. I just can't do this. Yeah. Like, I just yeah, can't do it. Um, but they, honestly, those kids are such good kids. Mm-hmm. And they do let me push them. And I appreciate their parents trusting us with them. Um, especially because, I mean, lifting weights and stuff like that. Like, you read so many different articles yeah. about, is it good for them? Is it not? Um, and the research says it is totally good for them, but you have to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, Ronnie and uh, Mo like are more than knowledgeable in the sense of they, the, the knowledge behind those kids and mm-hmm. what they're doing with them. And it's been great. And seeing them make these big strides and be happy to come and have parents come up and say like, Hey, they really like coming. Thanks for what you do. And I don't, it means more to me almost than the adults. No offense to the adult classes yeah. that I coach. Because I love them too, but I just love seeing that in their face because it's so much harder to get that out of them. Adults are making the choice consciously to go. Like, they're paying their membership. They're coming. Like, that's on them. Mm -hmm. And kids, a lot of times, they want to do something, but usually their parents force them to come, and you can kind of tell. But to see them want to come Mm -hmm. after a while is really cool and be able to build relationships with them and stuff, be able to tease them about certain things, and for them to come to you and, like, 
and they've had rough days. Like, there's been so many kids that I can see, like, even boys on the verge of tears because they just can't figure something out. Yeah. And I know as an athlete being in that spot, like, when you feel like, I've been good at so many things. How do I suck at this? Mm-hmm. Like, I have a horrible snatch. Like, it's it's getting better, but it's it's bad. <laughs> and I've seen a, co- a lot of kids struggle with that mm-hmm. and that are so much stronger than what they can do. They just haven't figured out that the timing and the form. Mm-hmm. And so being able to work with them one-on-one is probably one of my favorite things. Yeah, I think I like that class a lot. I got to coach it once, and yeah, thank you, by the way. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, it was it, honestly like an honor. It was cool to to go in there and and see all the kids, and the, I think I just did the teens class, but they're all taller than me, which mm, they're all yeah, taller yeah. than you. Then mm-hmm. in that case, and they were just it's it's fun. I coached martial arts to kids in in college in the beginning of college, and I loved it. And being able to do CrossFit, which like you said, I wish, man, I just Ugh. wish I had it when I was a kid. I would, so I know I would have loved it. I, mm-hmm. that's right up my alley, right up my like mental attitude towards life. And even when I was a kid, I knew like that, man, I could have just seen me taking off to have that. Yeah. And the coaching is, is spot on. Like you guys, you, Julie, Mo. Mo does it, Ronnie does it, Ronnie and Kimberly does, does it now too. So there's yeah. five amazing coaches that care about the kids that's I mean sometimes you just like you'll go to sports practice and you know these people don't really like they're not that some, yeah. some coaches just don't care but I feel like at CrossFit like especially CrossFit so the coaching is superb for the teens class and the kids class because we all want them to like grow yeah. and CrossFit's a a long long-term longevity sport so it's and a we lifetime. coach a lot of like the uh I don't, I don't personally do it, but they do like the, some of the swim teams. They yeah, do some of the AR rowing teams. And like Melissa, I haven't been to the gym long enough to see it through. Melissa and Ronnie have like had kids since they were like early teenagers yeah. that are now coming to adult classes in their early 20s, yeah. like, but they've seen grow over the mm-hmm. years and stuff like that, whether it's been coaching youth teams and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know Julie has coached some of um, uh, our coach Carrie Ann's uh, husband's baseball teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's neat. Like you said, the dynamic we have amongst the coaches where like, Julie can actually like say like, Hey, I know that parent. I'll email them and ask them about this. Or, um, we had the boy scouts come in one time and earn a badge and like do a workout with us on a Saturday. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, one of the kids, there's, there's two of them that are in our Saturday kids class. They're in the older group. They are boy scouts and they had asked their parents said, Hey, can we bring the whole boy scout tribe in and can they earn their, um, stronger, faster, healthier badge? Mm -hmm. So we spent a whole hour with them. There's like 15 or 16 of them. We put them all through like a couple different workouts between Julie and I, and they had so much fun. We actually had a couple that came back and started doing CrossFit Kids from it. Really? Yeah. And it's been fun to see um, some kids too that um, need some adaptions to the mm-hmm. classes. So whether they have um, any sort of disabilities or anything, trying to explain to them like you can do all the same stuff that anybody else on this team can do. Yeah. So like having them be able to own that and hone that too is such a huge confidence booster in them. And seeing the joy that they have is really neat. Like, yeah. um, so that was one of my favorite things. There's a there's a sibling that comes to one of our um, Saturday classes, and it's been really neat to see how excited he gets when he gets to the same things. That ironically, it's his younger brother, but and he's older. But mm-hmm. it's really neat to see how excited he is to be able to do the same things as him. Yeah, kids are just they're. Yeah, you're right. T- teaching the adult class is fun, but kids' joy you can't yeah, can't you it. can't replicate that. You can't replicate them how happy they get and. In, and being able to like learn how to motivate them so yeah. it's it's interesting I like all the the kids that come through and, and you're right like not only is it's 
it's for everyone. Any anyone can do the kids class and and the adult class, but mm-hmm. more kids are just so malleable. Like, yeah, you need they, a, there's just so much that you can show them and mm-hmm. teach them, make them aware of that. Right now, they're they're trying to figure all that stuff out. So like, why not teach them all the good things right now? Do you think it's smart to have kids do it? while they're playing sports do you think there's a crossover with crossfit and sports i totally think so i think a lot of it too is taking ownership and not just showing up for a sport that you've committed to mm-hmm. but taking the ownership to to try to get better even in your off time mm-hmm. like w- like i've seen just like we say like when i do just olympic lifting mm-hmm. for a while i see when i come back to crossfit i can string the barbell cycling better yeah. I, i'm stronger and i like ironically like i need to build my motor back up but everything else is there i think it's the same thing when you play a sport and you, tr- you train in that cross off season too mm-hmm. um and we do have a few kids that will come during when they're not during in season for mm-hmm. basketball or baseball or soccer or whatever it is um and they said they do notice a huge difference really some of that stuff i know this the swim team they actually make the kids go so when they come and do their crossfit um they actually have to park at timberline and they run oh yeah to the gym mm-hmm. and then they do their thing and they run back that's crazy i always laugh because every once in a while time's out where i can see them and i always want to like go to ronnie and be like these three were walking yeah. walking. <laughs> i've never done that if they're all listening to this <laughs> i never have but i always want to laugh because <laughs> they don't i don't think they have to run i think they just have to get there yeah um but i just think it's neat like and i totally think there's a huge carryover to oh, the yeah. two and a lot of it i, I personally think is the accountability portion mm-hmm. of just learning because I can't teach how to be an athlete I can't teach you how to want it and how to push so that like Mm -hmm. Melissa makes fun of me and says that like I don't think you have pain receptors um but I can't teach that to people Mm -hmm. and so like I don't want anybody to get hurt or anything Mm -hmm. like that but I want you to be able to turn off your brain and just do it like your body is capable of doing so much more than you could ever be aware of Mm -hmm. and trying to teach that work ethic and that drive in kids is it's hard to do especially now in this day and age it's 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 really hard it's a lot of like I'm and I'm totally a parent, and I see it even now. My five-year-old, like, but I deserve this, and I'm like, no, oh, you don't deserve that. Like, you're five. Yeah. Like, so. Like, <laughs> you gotta work for it. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, trying to teach that in them, and I, I totally think that that's a huge part in them taking ownership in that. Yeah, I think that's that's uh, an awesome way to view, to view the kids' class, and and in, in both classes, and mm-hmm. in, in adults too, but, uh, yeah. So you do you teach the teens and the kids? Mm-hmm. Which one's your favorite? Ooh, that's a tough one. Do you, it's okay if you don't have a favorite. Hmm. I think there's different aspects to it. Mm-hmm. I like the the teens class in the sense of like teaching that like work ethic with yeah. them. I really like that part mm-hmm. of it because I've seen it, I've had a couple of kids that kind of graduated the kids class and moved into that, and some of them even like a little young. Like mm-hmm. I've got one that's in there. I, I think she's ten now. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and she's a sibling to one of the other ones, mm-hmm. but she so badly wanted to do it, and she listens. Yeah. She's totally coachable, so it, it worked out really well. Um, and I think that's my favorite part of them. With the younger kids, it's truly just seeing the joy. Yeah, like that's my so like I don't really have like a favorite favorite, mm-hmm. but making um, working out fun for the little kids and then the older kids, just teaching them that like that drive and that work ethic. Yeah, and then Ronnie programs for the teens and kids. Mm-hmm. He programs cool. for the teens then. Um, whoever's coaching the kids class programs for the kids okay so it's mm-hmm. just whatever yeah and feel. we take it we totally are thieves and we just take it from different places mm-hmm. um we'll use a lot of like uh brand x method mm-hmm. from them i still a lot from crossfit agogi they're mm-hmm. um actually like huge people that have come up through teach a lot of like uh, crossfit kids seminars okay. and stuff like that and then um even gym teachers i still a lot of stuff from yeah and just so much fun stuff yeah. to do with kids like oh yeah my favorite age mm-hmm. to coach was four to six because they're just 
Oh, you're brave. Well, you know, you don't really actually coach. You just play for an hour. Yeah, yeah, for like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like you're just running around. They're chasing you and you're just playing. So it's almost like you're paying me to just play. Play with them. Yeah. Like like that's my, I think, the cutest age of kids too. So I remember that that was definitely mine. And then teenagers, I remember coaching. And they'd have like drama. I'm like, my gosh, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I don't know what. And a lot of times it's, you literally just have to, like, I have to catch myself sometimes because I want to treat them like an adult. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-uh, we're not doing that. And there's times that I do just say that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, we're not doing this. Like, put that down. Put that, I mean, you're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some kids that appreciate it and some that sure as heck do not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's with adults, too. Some, but, some exactly. Some like that, that. And that's fine. And everybody's got their, their coaches that they click with better than others sure. and stuff. But, yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah. I like, I like the, your kid, your, that you coach the kids class I always think it's brave all you guys that coach kids classes I was nervous as were well. you yeah I was I, was, oh, I don't know why be. like I was like I, I'm really it's like when you talk to adults it's it's fine I think I'm like when I coached on I crossed when I was a little bit younger like early 20s now I'm in my mid 20s hey well but now, now I feel you know I have like a job like yeah. a career I feel like I'm no one's above me in like that. That's how I felt when I was young. Oh, I'm in college. They're not going to re- respect me because these are all a lot of CrossFitters. Yeah, adults are middle-aged and established or mm-hmm. at some point in their life, like older and established. Because CrossFit's expensive, and that's yeah, how it goes. True. Um, yeah. So I never now like now thinking you know like you're you're established in life but like kids don't get they don't care they don't care what no, you do you care. just have to have fun that's the best part i know about it. they and don't, the they don't care part. what you yeah. do or where you come from they anything think like anything's that. cool you're like i'm yeah. in college or not like, cool oh yeah those teenagers there's so many times i i think i honestly when i say things in there it's like i don't care as much but i almost care more about certain um, things um but yeah there's a lot of times that i'll look at them and i can totally see that they're like she is so not cool like <laughs> so many times yeah she oh, thinks yeah. she's funny she's not funny that, and yeah. i remember when i've turned on certain music before and they're like oh finally this is good music i'm like this whole time i've been trying to think i was hip and play you like music <laughs> from today and all you want to listen to is the stuff from when i was a kid like this is crazy no, the 90s are- and then they told me it was oldies and then i felt really old okay, by oldies when it was like replaying. what we listen to like so when you turn on like the blink 182 set oh, the yeah. and they're like these are like oldies i'm like i, I was in high school it's not that <laughs> no, this was it's like this, 10 years ago yeah how maybe 15 <laughs> oh no yeah that makes I was, me sad actually. i was really old i let them turn on the radio one day and they totally there was a few of them that wanted like today's hits yeah and like which totally made sense yeah. and i'm like we uh i'm gonna get in a lot of trouble yeah, if i let you let you listen to post malone so yeah. i'm sorry we can't do that mm-hmm. like i'm gonna be fired yeah um but we can find something else in the middle and somebody else put something on and one of them actually made the comment like she puts on the worst music because she always tries to play it so that we can listen to it like our parents don't know what we listen to I'm like, <laughs> well here they do like yeah. we care yeah and so the, he put it on and i was like what the heck this whole time you like this so i was like fine now you're gonna listen to me sing with you and i totally sing out loud with them and they they just stare at me and roll their eyes and i love it (laughs) but they always ask when i'm coming back so i know they do kind of like they do care they They kind of like me it's really hard to get teenagers to tell you that they care about you (laughs) i think every parent can agree with that Uh, but that was awesome it's a fight I'm sure they all are like, oh, man, Chris is so cool. <laughs> I don't know about that. but Chris is kind of cool. <laughs> I definitely, one day, she plays the worst music. I just, oh, all my face turned bright red, yeah. and I was just like, yeah, eh, well, probably true. I do, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Here I am trying to be really cool. Because when in default, I just turn it to, like, 
classic rock. Legit classic rock, oh. not what they thought was old. Oh, that's so well, that must be like centuries. Centuries, centuries ago, yes. Didn't I offend you the other night when I said oh. something was classic rock? And you're probably yeah and you're like that's not classic rock (laughs) i don't remember what it was but that's true i amy ridgeway if she's listening to this she'll tell you what classic rock is (laughs) yeah it was and and the zigglers they'll tell you i i listened to classic rock growing up with my dad me too i don't know it was on the radio when i was growing up so a classic rock station so i don't make the rules and i've always been horrible at like who sings what so like if you ask me we'll quiz you yeah she was like, uh, she'll ask you, if, uh, Brittany was always really good about playing along with it, but I'm horrible. If you're like, who sings this? I'm like, I don't know. What's the name of the song? I have even less idea of that. I even less. <laughs> so not voice. even asking that. He's like, who do you think was a better lead singer in Van Halen? I'm like, who were the lead singers in Van Halen? <laughs> were there more than one? And I said, and he just stared at me. I'm like, I don't know these things. I'm like, and then he started playing songs and I was like, I know the words to these songs. And so he's like, okay, but who sings it? I'm like, I don't. So then he played to me a few. He's like, so do you like these ones? I'm like, who sang those? <laughs> who, are, who is this person? <laughs> who are these people? So finally he's like, he had to legit play me like five songs from each. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to pick this one. And he was like, okay. Very good. Thank this, you. This is where you are now. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. Music is hard. Being cool is hard. Yeah. Why not? One word, yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't do either of those things myself. Um, so I feel like we've hit a lot of great points. Do you have anything in particular that you want to talk about or bring up or say shout outs no, anything i don't know i just and thanks for having me on here i really didn't think i had anything to offer so if anyone's still listening i appreciate you <laughs> thanks we for are homies through. now yeah yeah forever yeah um, she'll smile at you i will i will smile it's not always a frown it's not yeah it's not always, it's not always a frown <laughs> when she walks in you're like and oh. i can't do uh song quotes but i can usually do dumb movie quotes i can do that for you so Next time you come up to Chris, you got to ask her for a smile and a movie quote. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's what cool. I should do. It's like my get to know you with new classes. So do you have a favorite book or movie? I like to end every podcast with Oh, so my husband hates this, but my all-time favorite movie is Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> like, it's hmm. like, like such a girly movie. Wow. But That's surprising. Yeah, a lot of people say that, um, but it really is. Like, it is... Any time that I've ever been, like, super sad, mm-hmm. like, that is always, or, like, even mad. Like, that's, like, all-time favorite. Really I, could, I could literally quote the entire thing from beginning to end. Wow. And Matt despises it. it. Yeah. You're not going to like me, but I don't think I've seen it. <sighs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, well, you know, I did have a TV growing up, so. I did, too, but I did not have cable growing up. You didn't have cable? Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything. And there was no screen. Oh, I thought you said I had a TV. Oh, no, I didn't. No, no, no. No, oh. no. No oh, TV. you were no. the homeschool. You said, too. Wow. Damn. <laughs> thought you'd forget about that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't forget things. <laughs> don't yeah. forget things. Yeah, it was a little weird. It's you were not weird. Why, you were not why weird. I am the way I am now. <laughs> There's been a lot of times that people have, like, um, even I had asked Crystal Clune. She does a lot of, like, homeschooling uh-huh. with her kids. And I felt super ignorant when I was asking some of the questions to her. Because it's so different. Like, oh, growing is. up, it was like, they were, you, you were homeschooled? Is that why you're weird? Like, that's legit, that's right. like, what like it was anymore. like. And it's not like that. There's so many cool things they get mm-hmm. to do and totally different way of looking at it. And now I was super blessed to be able to hear, like, yeah. different perspective. And I felt so dumb. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying to offend you. I just didn't know. And she was super sweet about explaining it to me. But, oh, yeah, yeah, I felt really dumb. Yeah, there's a it's rule really I cool. like to keep is if 
if you don't know, you don't know. So yeah. you're not dumb. You just don't know. Yeah. It's just, you have to learn. Yeah. When I was a kid getting homeschooled, it was definitely different. Social media wasn't a thing really yeah. back then. Di- I mean, we had dial-up, so it took like 30 years to get on oh, the yeah. computer. So I was already done, graduated, and in college by the time our computer actually logged on. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, so yeah, there was nothing... But there was groups you had to look. It was really hard to be homeschooled, and uh, I mean, I had a good time. I was very, I'm a very quiet person, at my core, which I don't think people think, but I like. Oh, my no. own. That's I why like I make fun when you're like, I'm an introvert. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, I am. I totally are. am. You yeah. totally are. I totally am. And um, yeah, I fight a lot against the grain for this one. But with uh, with that being said, being homeschooled was uh, great for me. I could go upstairs and read and just do my own thing and my mom always tried to make it really fun for me and my brother so we got to play and stuff but we just there wasn't a lot like there wasn't nine hours a day of socialization with kids so it took a a little bit to get used to but I do mm. think too that like there was something to be said for the fact like um the kids that like at least in my experience growing up they were so much easy like better suited to like sit in a quiet environment though and be able to like focus and work on stuff Whereas I was totally that kid that was like, what did you say to me? Um, can you explain that again? What was that? Like, where I couldn't do that. Like, silence for a long time for me was hard. I was like, what the heck did you do with it? And even now, like, with idle time, like, I don't even know what to do. It's like I always have my hands into something or, like, there's always 10,000 plates spinning for me. Oh, yeah. Me, I understand. Me, too. I'm not a big idol. I don't like silence. I, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Completely agree with you to a T. wonder why Americans are oh the way God, they are. Oh, my God, jerks. <laughs> There's like anyone that knows them knows that, and I always like am super curious. I'm like, they just think I'm a bad parent. Like, because I don't even know what to do. No, with they're these hilarious. Kids. They, they are just up. like, they're yeah, they are crazy. They they really they really they but keep everyone on their toes. They do, and I love that. I love coming to the gym, and like I feel like I have this huge extended family because I walk in, yeah. and I'm friends with their parents, and then their kids run up and know my name and give me a hug, and it's like, man, it's almost I mean I love my fam my real family but this is a very very close second when I get to come into the gym and, and see everyone that's why I love CrossFit and the community it's like a it's little so cool. adopted little it really is yeah. like it's just it's really neat yeah and the way that my kids like have even already started calling people aunt and uncle yeah. and stuff like that because they're just used to it and then we usually don't for like ever force it on them mm-hmm. but it's a huge sign to us like and we just feel so lucky when they say it on their own because mm-hmm. we've always taught them that like yeah even back in tennessee they still have people they call auntie uncle That's and stuff like that so cool. my kid used to call uh ellie used to call helicopters uncle joel's for the longest time because our friend joel <laughs> used to always tease her that her dad that uncle joel was way cooler than her dad uh-huh. in the sense that their job was in the military and he would always say, like, um, helicopter pilots are way cooler than what your dad does. <laughs> your dad's tier 15 and, like, making fun of him all the time. Uh-huh. So she used to always see helicopters and be like, look, Mom, it's an Uncle Joel. So it was really <laughs> the funny. The whole thing. The whole thing. The whole all thing the time. Which just made Matt, like, even more, like, annoying. Yeah, he's yeah, <laughs> like, like, dang it. <laughs> yeah. And the other day she came home telling me all about this guy that got shot because he wrote an email. And I'm like, what? Oh. And she, yeah. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, he wrote an email and people didn't like him because he was black. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And I was like, where did you learn this? She goes, from my art teacher. And I was like, what What? happened? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, but it's okay because it doesn't matter what you look like or what color you are. And I was like, wait, are you talking about something? She's like, yeah, Brown Martinson. And I was like, oh, no. You mean Martin Luther King? (laughs) And I was 
like, and that was not an email. It was a speech. Like, he was talking to people. And she was like, no, he wrote an email. And people did not like him because he was black. And that's okay. Because it doesn't matter what color you are. And I was dying. I literally, I was driving home. I had to pull over. Because I was like, I was laughing. Luckily, we were like right near a parking lot. But I was dying laughing because she was just like, "Uh uh-huh. And we learned all about it. And she's like, and it does, it's okay. And she kept calling him Brown Martinson over and over again. I'm like, his name is Martin Luther King. She goes, no, it's Brown Martinson. And I'm like, okay. And I said, do you know, like, about the colors? And she goes, yeah, I'm white. And so he didn't like me. I'm like, no, he did. Yeah. Like, like, that was the whole point. She goes, oh, yeah, because it doesn't matter what you look like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. And I even told Melissa, I told Ronnie this. I haven't got to tell Melissa. But she had told us in the car, and she's like, like, you know, like Uncle Ronnie, he's black. And I said, yeah, he is. And she goes, and uh, Melissa, she's white. And I said, yeah. And she goes, so Alyssa and are brown. I'm like, that's true. And, like, it was interesting to see her name. And she goes, I know that Melissa wished to Jesus that she could have brown babies. <laughs> it was the, like... The sweetest thing, she goes, because it just doesn't matter, and everybody's beautiful. And, like, her, like, I was so thankful that, like, what she needed to get out of it, yeah, she, she could. But, like, her closing hook to me after we had this whole conversation, and I said, well, did you did you have fun learning about it? it sounds like you really learned a lot. Uh-huh. And she was like, I did. And then we drew a big cloud because he talked about how he had a dream, and he said, I have a dream. And I said, oh, yeah? And I, she goes, so I drew that. And I said, oh, well, that was really sweet. I said, I want to see it. She goes, and then I drew all the guns to the people that shot him. I'm like, oh, my God. So anyone that knows my kids knows how much that fits my yeah, child. That, that like, to a, a T. Yeah. But, like, Matt and I all day were just, like, looking at each other and just saying, Brown Martinson. Brown Martinson. I, I think that's uh, very accurate of how to coach, how we coach. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I say things and the message isn't clear, oh but God. they end up doing the thing right. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I told Kimberly's story, and she even said the same. I'm so happy she got it, but, like, dear Lord. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where did you, what was she, what, what do you think know. was going through her head? Which... I don't know. Like, sometimes I wonder, like, what did, like, what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> Other times I feel like I'm really lucky. It just depends what kind of frame of mind I'm in. Yeah. Um, because they are, they're crazy, and they are definitely jerks most of the time, but they are entertaining for yeah, sure. Yeah, they are entertaining. And they're, and people that know them, I think, love them unconditionally. So that's, they have that's to. the important that's the only thing. Way that's you, the only thing. you can't have conditional. Yeah, like with my kids, you can't take them or leave them. Mm-hmm. You have to take them, or I will try to leave them. Yeah, I will, I will get them to you. Oh man, yeah, I. That's hilarious. That's yeah. So that's, I thought that would be a, a funny story for everybody. Cause... I think that's an appropriate way to, to wrap this up. With Brown Martin. <laughs> Brown Martin's in here Martins. signing off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hey guys, I had such a great time talking and drinking ice cube wine with Coach Chris. I hope you guys had just as much fun listening to her. Make sure you tell her hi next time you see her in class, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day.